Welcome, everyone, to another Free Markets Green Earth versus your friendly neighborhood look at media talking about the environment. I am Nikki P, here as always with that voice that you crave, Mr. Ben. How are you doing there, Mr. Ben, the Liberty Hippie? That, that, that sexy voice. Mm. All right, he's doing a little Wolfman Jack thing there. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm well. I'm well. <laughs> hey, yo, man, you got any of them? Hey, man. You got any of them secret agent spy scopes? A what? Secret agent spy scopes. Uh, I'll tell them about it on a, a stethoscope. Nah, man, secret agent spy scopes. You don't want to pose in all the moon and stars and planets and spacemen. I don't even know what you're talking about, brother, man. I don't even know. I, I think I think you got the wrong number there, buddy. All right. I gotta go find that now. You wanna find Buster Brown and Jake the Giant me? I don't know. That was literally that duration of time of the movie American Graffiti. I don't know that I've seen that. Is it, is it that the Zeppelin movie? No. Huh. American Graffiti is like a movie that takes place in 1952, I think is the idea, or 62. There you go. Maybe I'll go try to watch that. Find it somewhere. It is uh, as the director, George Lucas... approached lead actor Ron Howard and said, hey, how'd you like to be in a musical? Yeah, some musicals I really like, some I really don't. Well, Ron Howard said, but I don't know how to sing, so I don't know how this is going to work. And it's one of my favorite movies. And it is technically a musical, but basically it's just a movie where the whole point is one night in high school in 1952. There's like a loose narrative of what's going on, but it's just really to show off the cool car culture of that era and then show off the music culture with it. So it's like got an unbelievable soundtrack, just absolutely unbelievable. And then some of the hot rods that everybody's driving around are fucking sick. Interesting. I'd be more interested in the, the music than the, the cars crushing or it, I'm not a I'm not a car guy. It, it's still pretty cool to watch the cars that they have get in this movie because mm. it's a very specific era of cars. It's all those 1950s. So you're yeah. you know 57 Chevy and your your chop tops and Harrison Ford's in it. I mean it's George it's a George Lucas movie. You never know because it's like literally just a bunch of high school kids. The main character is uh it's the narrator from Stand By Me. Oh, it's Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. And it's like their last like they just graduated from high school or no, it's the last weekend before the one guy leaves from high school to go on and become a writer at a big college or whatever. So that's a fun movie. Has nothing to do with this episode about the Dead Seas, episode eight of Captain Planet season one. I mean, it could, it could, we could tie it, we could try to tie it in. I, I don't know how. Where did I thought about that at the time? Uh, dolphin fuel, I guess. Maybe, maybe, right? How would the 50s have been different with dolphin fuel? Well, they had amphibious cars, right? Do you think amphibious cars would have caught and like got caught in, uh, in the big drag nets? I think that we have much more ridiculous things to talk about in this episode. Like, man, I can't believe how big those nets were. And how useless those nets looked like they were going to be in any meaningful capacity. It's interesting, right? Because I actually looked into uh, drag nets a little bit after this to kind of see where, how much was fact, how much was fiction, where we are. And wh- why did that oil guy suddenly want to eat fish? You know, and this is the worst part, right? And this is the same darn thing with every freaking episode we've looked at. He didn't want to just like eat fish. He wanted to empty the seas out of all the fish. And here we go again with the same worn out thing. He's not going to empty out the oceans because then he's got nothing left. You know, I mean, wasn't he the guy that just wanted to like, he enjoyed looking at like destroyed earth, like because he got his rubies out and he just likes looking at like broken earth, right? Isn't this the same same character? Okay. The whole world's going to be a big mine pit. 
<laughs> what? That's it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Not gonna lie. Well, I wish I. I wish I could do a good at asner. That'd be amazing. That'd be a career. <laughs> I. I just like. Yeah, man. I. I don't know. And you know. And and I guess that's kind of what dragnets do. They they kind of catch everything and get and make a lot more work for you because when you sell that shit to people, they don't want everything. They want what they want. They don't want those turtles that you were catching and oh, no, gives a shit about a dead turtle and throws it back in the ocean. <sighs> <laughs> That's soup. That's soup. They don't. They don't want the dolphins. You need to get those dolphins out of there. It means more labor to pay. That's tuna fish, man. You put the dolphins in the tuna. You put the turtles in the soup. It's all good. Look, that is not how that works. They do not put dolphins in tuna. <laughs> when it says dolphin safe, it just means that no dolphins were caught in the nets. That is what it means. <sighs> Well, they put the dolphins in your cat food then. I hoped that they put dolphins in the tuna personally, but they, they should. I, I actually um, have a friend from Japan, and um, she she brought uh, well, she had her her folks mail over some some whale meat, and uh, we had that. Go figure. Ben has an Asian female friend. We uh, God, maybe we'll get into that one some other time, folks. <laughs> There's nothing to get into at all. You don't want to tell people about your times in Thailand, brother? Oh, those weren't women? She's from Japan and our kids are friends. They are still, they live where we used to live. And so, and I just don't, not, not, not divulging. Listen to that stuttering you got going there, folks. I got, I got a flustered. <laughs> um, Continue. Yeah. So I just like, um, like the dragnets. You catch everything and like it is an issue, right? People use dragnets. They still use them in some places to catch your your migrating fish and whatnot. But at the same time, you're right. It catches everything. And when I'm buying fish, when I'm selling fish, that's, that's a niche market, right? Like I need to have... X kind of fish. People want tuna fish. They want swordfish. They want mackerel. They want halibut. Whatever it is that you're catching with your dragnet, they don't want just this net of crap dumped out. And here, you know, you got this little fish, this big fish, and you, all these variety of fish. They they don't care. It's not necessarily what people want. Now, maybe some people do. Some fish markets will buy. God damn it! I want tuna, not halibut. Well, but but that's it, right? And so I think like some markets may just take random fish and sell whatever fish it is, right? Because in that mix, that that grab bag of 200 pounds of fish, you're going to get mostly stuff that's sellable. Yeah. But at the same time, the amount of people, markets that are are willing to operate like that, I, I would have to imagine is fairly low. Yeah. You know, that's your kind of like one-off wet market type stuff. It's not these big corporate people that are, are going to be putting tuna fish in cans and, and on your shelf. Yeah, you're not you're not doing that with truckloads of right. fish. You're doing that with like, you might have a ship and now sell the haul and you probably didn't have all, all that much in the first place. It's probably like you're doing that with your, you and your son. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's it. And the thing with dragnets is they typically they use or you they used them for like migratory fish, right? So your swordfish, your tuna fish, when they're migrating and you know where they're going, you drop that net in their path and then you catch a bunch of them. Is it harmful? Yes, it catches a lot of fish that are you might not want to. You, you know, you dolphins or your your different types of whales and stuff. But you know, there's. There's been things that they've done to kind of mitigate that, and it's stopped it to some degree, but it still exists, like like it always does, right? So we're belaboring the shit out of this, folks. Ben is right, but he's taking a long while to get to the fact that, guess what? This is a sequel to the last episode because private property fixes this. It does. 
The reason we have so many tr- so much trouble dealing with oceans is because, oh, everyone owns the oceans. This means nobody fucking owns them, which means nobody is responsible. And you can't push responsibility on people that don't. It's all not my property. What do you want me to do? I don't know what you're talking about, guys. I mean, we're even starting to see it. I'm very interested in what is this this uh, this ocean farming we're seeing more of now. Where you, people are t- using the ocean, they're building these basically pre-fenced-in areas in the oceans to raise their own fish and raise their own, you know, mussels, crabs, things of that nature in the ocean setting. But it's a farming operation. They're they, they're responsible for regenerating their own, you know, animal. That is the key to all of this. Like if you if you're going to farm, you want to do it sustainably. You want to have more. And by the way, it's in your financial best interest to have more, to have those populations repopulate. If they don't, eventually you run out of money. Nobody wants that. And if you don't do it well, someone's going to see that you don't do it well, and they're going to take some property that they can purchase in the ocean. They're going to do well themselves. Keeping the oceans these, like, guess what? We have we have air travel now, so oceans kind of don't matter. They don't need to be an open space. They don't need to be a thing that we all have access to. God, you know what would be awesome? It, to go and buy a reef and then start suing the shit out of every fucking country in the, in, in the planet for destroying your reef. <laughs> oh, man. That, imagine that. That'd be quite quite. Quite amazing. I can prove you've done damage. Yeah. I'm watching your tributaries have taken samples, and this is what's coming out of your nation into our into our coral reef, and you're causing this damage doing this. I can show it. But that is not the way the system is set up, unfortunately. And so there is no recourse for anyone to take when, say, dumping chemicals and all of our farm runoff kills all of the uh, coral reefs in the world. Well, that's something that, like, when I was... Because I, I looked at this to see it, and, you know, dragnets, some of them were, like... 50k which is like 30 miles um so they, they get pretty big but um one of the issues that they ran into when they passed laws right some of these laws are are different in the baltic sea than they are you know the mediterranean sea than they are the atlantic than they are the other side of the atlantic so you have you know fishermen going from one side to the other side and guess what you can't enforce those laws you know you can't you can't do it so oh you're getting me excited are you telling me we need one world government to administer laws <laughs> That's one way to go. I suppose you could do that. I was I was going to lean the other way and say, you know, that uh, these these laws aren't. It's not the way to go about it. You know, like you can't. It's, it boils down to yeah, having more of your your private property, having somebody actually be able to say, this is mine, and I don't like what you're doing there. And, you know, I think something that we're seeing more, and some of the ability to do it, I think, is is becoming more prevalent now. The, the ability to boycott, the ability to to put out negative press, the ability to raise people's awareness. You know, in the in the 30s and the 40s, the 50s, like it was, I have to imagine it was fairly difficult to, you know, say, hey, this company that is doing X, Y, and Z is doing it very poorly and they are harming the environment and it's, you know, whatever, all the negative consequences. You can do that now right away. You know, like you can raise awareness and, and shut down some of that stuff in the sense that like, hey, guess what guys, Bumblebee Tuna isn't Bumblebee Tuna, it's Bumblebee Dolphin. Like that's very easy to do now. And I think I think with the advent of- I want to see a Bumblebee Dolphin, by the way. Can we create, can we put that together? <laughs> Would it be a dolphin, a dolphin the size of a Bumblebee or a Bumblebee the size of a dolphin? This is monster sounds terrifying. I don't know. I, I would have to believe that- um, Is it going to be dolphins with a stinger? It might have wings. It might fly. No, it had no no stinger. Doesn't get a stinger. Flying dolphins with a stinger. <laughs> yeah, dude. 
it's uh it's it's frustrating to kind of see this all come. Um, I will say I'm curious. I like this world that you live in, where you think getting the word out is kind of a possible thing, considering you know the own meddling in elections that our big tech has done in the past couple of weeks. You know, making sure that. URLs are unable to be used. Mm -hmm. I just, I think it's easier to, I don't know. I mean, I remember there was a website called Comcast sucks and it was just all like the crap that Comcast had done that just like they, there's just, I feel like there are more ways now than there, there probably used to be. Uh, Yelp. One last thing I want to get in before we, we call this one. And it's, I need to bring up what the fuck is, is this guy? Is he a man, a pig, a pig man? Like, I don't understand how he was eating those fish like that. Yeah. Um, it was pretty gross. Dude, I don't you know, no. It, there was one point he, like, he had the fish by the tail and the head was in his mouth. It was like some Ozzy Osbourne stuff, like... Um, well, he was, he was licking the face and just like, uh... Yeah, it was, it was quite, it was, <laughs> it was weird. But when he was first introduced, I thought he was human. And then as the shows went on, I realized, you know, there, there was a couple guys on there, I can't recall their names right now, that, that weren't human. They were, in fact, these kind of fantastical monster creatures. And, I, and that's got to be where he is now, because he just, he does not, he's not human. He's not human. He's close enough, but he's not. And mind you, Rigger looks probably less human because he looks more rat-like, but he, I think he actually is human. He does. I, I gotta wonder what what's his last name? Where did where did Rigger come from? I don't know, but it's a pretty badass name. It's kind of kind of. This is Rigger here over on the CB. Can I hear you call back there, Mexican lady? This is Mexican lady out here on the highway. How are you doing today, Rigger? Well, you know how I'm doing there, <laughs> Mexican lady. Oh man. Yeah. So, anyways, folks, the moral of the past two weeks is is. Learn some economics, folks. It will make your life a lot easier and help you discern motivations behind the the policies and, you know, travesties that kind of go on out in the world. Travesties, indeed. And, you know, in my case, I think most policies are travesties, personally. Yes. Tend to do more harm than good. I, I thought you were talking about uh, environmental travesties. I'm like, oh, okay. We went there. Well, I was talking environmental travesties because, uh, you know, like, I think that I, th- I do think that people get away with doing dumb shit like this because there's no pro- there's no private property reason not to. There's no incentive. There's no reason to not do it, I guess, you know. There is a reason not to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyways, folks, go on out there. Save the planet. Yes. Stop eating dolphins. Peace. podcast is a proud creation of the Mad Audio Lab. For more information, check out madaudiolab.com. Free Markets Green Earth is part of the Liberty Hippie Podcast Network. If you like what we do, be sure to check out Homesteads and Homeschools, Peace Freaks, Cannabis Heals Me, and This Week in Liberpods. We're living proof that libertarian doesn't mean washed up Republican.